Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Rolling along on a Thursday in 20 minutes, we will dive more into the NBA playoffs. Nets try to go up 3-0 on the Bucks tonight. Jazz Clippers play game two of their series in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Frank Isola will be joining us in 20 minutes. And then John Ramos gets in the hot seat, something that you don't want to miss here on Fox Sports Radio. But the big news of the day coming down within the last hour. Get Ryan Hollins on Twitter, at the Ryan Hollins. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. A subgroup of the College Football Playoffs Management Committee has presented a proposal to change the current four-team playoff format to a 12-team event. College football's landscape is changing. There, is, there are reports, because it's not official from the college football playoff, that the new 12-team bracket, if approved, could be put in place in time for the 2023 season. So we would have, I believe two more seasons left to go of the current four-team bracket, but the college football playoff is expanding already. Uh, Not even 10 years. Uh, 2014 was the first year of the playoff, and now we are going from 4 to 12. Ryan Hollins, I am not a fan of this idea. I, I am not a fan of the expansion to 12 teams. I don't mind if you expand it, but I think that they expanded it uh too much. I think they are casting too wide of a net. I am not a fan of the new college football playoff expansion plan. You got to be kidding me. 
you got to be kidding. You just want to see this, the same four teams lining up and, you know, there's no uncertainty. There's no road to glory. Like That's it? You you enjoy the, the fifth best team missing out who may be better than the fourth? There's something about an NBA playoffs. We know we who the best Ryan? team is, right? NFL, Super Bowl champs. You know, you don't want to feel like the best team has earned being the best team in college. I personally just don't get it. Like I said in the NBA, we have undoubtedly, you're going to know who the best team was. Los Angeles Lakers, they were not better than the Phoenix Suns. In football, it's a one-off. But you got the Super Bowl. Tom Brady had to survive Round after round until he got to the Super Bowl. Knocked off Aaron Rodgers. Wasn't the better team. And college football just leaves you bitter. Just leaves you salty. I feel like we always ask about wanting parity in the NBA. We want new champions, right? Mm -hmm. In college football, you can have so many different champions, but... What we have right now, we see Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama. You see the same three teams, right? And this would bring a UCF, uh, one of the smaller schools that has an unbeaten record, able to come in and make some noise. Gav, I'm tired of Alabama. Am I? I'm tired of Alabama. And guess what? Recruiting wise, if I'm a college football coach and my team can't get in the Final Four, I'm not going to have a shot to recruit. How do I compete with Alabama, who you see year after year after year? Now, if I'm the team that comes out and I upset Alabama or I upset Ohio State in an earlier round because I've been given and afforded a chance to, I can now recruit. Gav, on the West Coast, we have no representation. Exactly. What about USC, Oregon? Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, None. you guys. Oh my gosh. Did these did these takes burn my connection? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? Is like my, my connection's like I can't handle what Gavin and Ryan are saying, so I just wanted to, to opt out of this. The, here's here's the problem with with the theory of you're sick of Alabama. I get it. I'm sick of Alabama too. The whoa, 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 I'm is- sick of Ohio State too. You forgot that part. But sick of them. <laughs> get them out of here. Uh, I may be a little biased, but hey, you may be sick of Clemson too. The fact of the matter is, though, with the 12 team format, you are now going to have these teams always in. Like, they're- Ohio State missed the playoffs in. Uh, two years or two seasons when they won the Big Ten because of of losses at Purdue because of uh, a loss to to Iowa where they were where, where they were demolished like these these losses held Ohio State back from getting into the playoff just one loss one loss did that now Alabama if Alabama goes to Oxford Mississippi and gets rolled by Ole Miss. Guess what? Alabama will just bounce back the next week. They'll have that one loss on their record. And even if they don't get into the SEC championship game, we're going to talk about Alabama like we always talk about them. You know, they only have they, they have two losses, but honestly, I would pick them in every single game against any of the opponents. Alabama is always going to get into the playoff now with it being a 12-school field. With the six at-large bids, it's advantageous for the SEC. The only way to keep those schools out is, I think we're to keep the field limited where you actually had a regular season loss and ended up being affected. Now the regular season for a team like Alabama, when you have an upset like that, eh, who cares for them? They'll just move on to the next week and, and roll whatever opponent and they'll be in the playoff. That's the part of, the, of it that I don't like are these major upsets that we have are not going to have the effect on the college football landscape that we all think that they that they that they have in the past. That's my issue with it. Hold on, hold on. You don't you don't and you cut out you cut out when we start talking about the classwork. You start talking about recruiting. You think it's fair? You think it's fair to recruit? When Alabama gets to smell, look at us. We're in the, don't you want to play in the big stage? We're there every year. Look at Clemson. We're going to get the best guys. Don't you think that if there's someone who can knock them off, do you know what that would do for recruiting at UCLA? 
You know what USC would look like on a big stage? You know it if Oregon made it a West Coast representative? Come on. Come on, man. It's not fair. You know it's what, not UCLA, fair. UCLA, they need to beat Cal first. Like, that's that's what you need to do. Like, you can't worry about Alabama. You know, okay. If, but my, my point is, if there's only taking the same four, there's no parity. There's a powerhouse. The, the recruits want to, oh, I want to play in the big playoff. Every, like, you don't get it now with 12 teams. You can help the recruiting of these other schools, and you don't see Alabama, every, Ohio State every year. Oh, we lost one loss. We're out of it. Too bad. Like, you're going to see these teams. They're, look, re- realistically, and the, and the group of five is going to have uh, a bit more of a window to get more than than one team in. They're going to have the opportunity, but really college football is is the power five. It's the Pac-12. And, and I sent out a tweet saying, you know, RIP to college football's regular season and getting responses, none of which are positive, by the way. I should pass that that one along. Nobody nobody agrees with me on this regular season bit. But the, the fact of the matter is you have 60 schools. The great thing about a USC-UCLA game is that game used to really matter for what was at stake. Trip to the Rose Bowl was at stake. Now... I don't know if it's the case. Like, like, are we rewarding greatness or are we rewarding goodness? And the great teams are still going to make it, and the great teams are still going to be in there. But a loss to a Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson team in the regular season, I think, did more damage, and now it's not going to matter. While maybe a USC or UCLA team, I mean, yeah, it's nice you get you get you know nine, ten wins, but how much are those games? really going to matter i don't i don't know don't like I, I i don't know you don't like parody huh you you want to see the well, same old because i'm in a of course the ohio i'm ohio state, ohio state <laughs> fan. we're always gonna get our guys lebron comes with his hat to our games I'm ohio state guy i'm tired of it i'm a, I'm a pac 12 guy oh I'm a man Pac-12 they may need to man. expand it to 24 to get a pac 12 team oh, in there. no i'm just kidding stop it <laughs> Oregon had some good days. <laughs> Washington made it in as well one year. Yeah, no, it's, the, the, this is it, – it, it's amazing to me. There are a couple of things that, that when you look at this, like if you were to tell the NBA, and I get I get how people get tired of Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State making it, and Notre Dame getting in, but realistically this past year you had a playoff that was the dream scenario for the college football playoff. You had Ohio State taking on Clemson. You had Alabama taking on Notre Dame. If you could pick four programs from college football to play in a playoff, I think that those would be the schools that, that you would pick. Imagine that in the NBA, where the NBA had a final. Like, How much would they love having the Lakers and Warriors in one uh, conference semifinal and then having like the Knicks and Celtics in the other? Like That would, that would be their dream scenario. And that's what you had in college football. And it's amazing to me that people got sick of it. I understand it. Like I, I, under, I, I got sick of it as well, Ryan. I, I, I will admit of just seeing another Alabama Clemson final just kind of got old. But I just don't think that you're doing away with those teams by expanding it all the way to twelve. If you expanded it to six, there's still a chance that Alabama or a Clemson or an Ohio State could be left out. You're not feeling this recruiting thing. You're not feeling my no, recruiting No, I think I, actually you know what? I think it's fair. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to admit it because it's, you know, it's not for my argument. I actually think that's a fair there's sort a, of sort of argument. I'll tell you I, one thing with these new kids. There's no way to if this was the equivalent of basketball. If basketball just had a, a two team or a four team uh uh you know deal, you'd see UCLA North Carolina and Duke and you know whoever else in the dance every year and you'd see those four teams and and it would be impossible to win a recruiting ba- a battle with one of those four teams and that's what we literally see in football with, with Clemson and Alabama and Ohio, like Ohio State like like or you know you got a shot if why would I want to go play at Oregon if I wouldn't have a shot to be in a college football playoff, they're only taking cool. four. Now, 12? Hmm. Cool uniforms. Cool, <laughs> cool uniforms in yeah. an awesome locker room. That part. <laughs> that <Yeah>. part, right? <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, I, the, the, the format it is, I think if you just expanded it 
to six. Even if Dad, you made it, no. you made it eight. I just no. I, this is the thing Stop that I don't want to happen. This is what I don't. This is I. I love watching the the great matchups in college football that we see: Ohio State, Michigan, the Iron Bowl, Alabama against Auburn. Yeah, those are always going to be rivalries, but they always had something riding on them as well. What's going to happen is we're going to be tuning in and trying to see if Texas A and M. Or, uh, you know, Mississippi State is going to be at 13 or 12 in the rankings. Those are the games that are going to to end up mattering because all of the top teams games aren't going to matter. And I'll say this for the top teams. Imagine if you are Alabama Mm -hmm. and you beat LSU in the regular season. Actually, no, take that back. You beat Georgia in the regular season. And then guess what? Because it was a cross-division matchup. Georgia only had one loss. You had to play Georgia again in the SEC championship game. And guess what? You beat them again. So now you beat Georgia twice. Rankings come out. You're number one, and Georgia is 12th, and they end up upsetting the five seed. Guess what? You now have to beat Georgia a third time this season. Like the way that college football is structured doesn't make it as easy to to set up matchups that you can avoid that already happened. There could be a scenario where you would have to beat a team three times in a year to advance in okay, the college I got it. I, I, Here's the problem with you. I'm not I got a fan it. of that. I got it. Here's yep. the problem with you. I got it. I got it. I figured it out. When mom wants to serve up dinner, when mom is sitting up dinner at the buyer house, you want your ice cream and cake before the meal. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to wait for for your ice cream. Uh, you don't want to wait for the cake. And you want the icing early, too. That's what it is. You have spoiled your appetite so badly by the time the championship comes and the dinner comes. You've had it already early in the season, Dan. That's what I'm hearing. Did you, did you guys uh... – put a camera in my house because I literally have a bowl of potato chips next to me. I have not eaten lunch. I am broadcasting from my house. I have not eaten lunch. So there may be something to it. I just, I, I'm a college football old school guy, I think. And it took me a little while to even adjust to the playoff. I was fine with it. That's the other amazing thing, Ryan. Look at how long uh, I, I'm a little older than you, but in our lifetimes of watching college football, it was always just how do we figure out a way to get the two best teams? And then all of a sudden we figure out, wow, we can actually have a playoff with four teams where everybody's on board. I mean, this is this is 30 years, and it even went before my time of just trying to figure out how we get the, the top two teams to play each other. And now in seven years, we've already moved from a four-school playoff likely to a 12-school it's it 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 blows my mind. What it, took it, so long? <laughs> I, a, and you're still fighting it. I can't. You I, grumpy old man. What is wrong with you? I I listen. I wasn't a huge fan of four. I just think twelve is because way too you're many. an Ohio I, State fan. I, I listen. <laughs> I I like I like the group of five getting an opportunity to get in. I think Ohio State's going to get in every year. If there was actually any program that should have argued for an expansion, it is for Ohio State because they won the Big Ten a couple of times and didn't get bids to the college football playoff because they had bad losses in the regular season. Now those bad losses aren't going to matter because Ohio State would be in the field for it. So they, they would they could lose to Iowa by 30 points, and if it was their only loss, they'd still get into the field. That game wouldn't have mattered too much. Now maybe it will matter to Iowa. Maybe that win helps Iowa an Iowa team get into the top 12, if you will. But realistically, if you don't want Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State, I just think you're going to get a lot more of them. He's Ryan Hollins. I'm Dan Beyer. I know me and my old ways. Get off my lawn. Uh, today's Doug Gottlieb <laughs> show brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash Doug. Get Ryan Hollins on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Doug Gottlieb. He's Ryan Hollins, the 10-year NBA vet. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today on this Thursday. What a doubleheader we've got in the NBA tonight. It was uh, Last night was a little odd just having the one game, Ryan, with the Nuggets and Suns. And, and honestly, I, I think that the Bucks net series and the Jazz Clippers series are the two series that, that, that seem to grab the most attention. And to have that doubleheader tonight should be a, a spectacular night of basketball. Yeah, I don't think the NBA thought that the Denver Nuggets would just get blasted by the Suns. But huh, they probably didn't think that the Lakers would get blasted <laughs> by know. the Suns either. Uh, surprise, <laughs> surprise. We should have a good one tonight. There's a, a, a lot happening. And uh, joining us now to talk about the NBA, uh, you can hear him on Sirius XM, NBA Radio. I'm sure you see him all the time on Around the Horn and other properties over there. 
Frank Isola joins the program here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Frank, how are you? Gentlemen, what's going on? Man, What's we're just talking Frank? about this this tasty doubleheader that we've got uh, tonight in the NBA, and I and I want to start in Game One, and I want to start with the team that's down 0-2. Uh, a lot of questions about the Bucks' performance in these in these first two games of the series, and I, I'm kind of wondering. And I had a conversation with uh, with our affiliate in Fargo, North Dakota, earlier today about the future of Mike Budenholzer. Uh, how much does this this start? lie on his shoulders as opposed to uh, the players out on the court? I mean, you know, some of it, obviously, because he's in charge of the team, and I think, you know, there's obviously a debate. Should Brooke Lopez really be starting and playing a lot in this series because he's struggling to defend? Maybe if they decided to go with Giannis at center, they could have, you know, guys that are quicker on defense. I think that that's fair, but I also have to put some of it on the players. I mean, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday have both scored a total of 30 points in the series. Joe Harris has 32 points. And Joe Harris, yeah, wow. you know he's going to score, but it's not like he's Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving where you're looking for him to score big. So I think that's a problem. And I really thought, if I'm the Milwaukee Bucks, I would have to think one of the more distressing things that happened in Game 2, besides the fact that they were blown out and were losing by 49 at one point. You know, the Nets went 38 minutes between free throws. So Kevin Durant took a free throw. I think it was like seven and change left in the first quarter. They did not go to the free throw line again until the fourth quarter. So 38 minutes, which tells you, yeah, of course they were making shots, but Milwaukee wasn't doing anything. And no one is saying go out there and give a hard foul. But my Lord, can you, can you hit somebody? I think that just tells you how soft Milwaukee was playing in that game. So, yeah, offensively they struggled, but defensively, and I get it, Kevin Durant is as good as they come, and he's a brilliant player, arguably right now the best player in the league. But they were they were letting everybody else just fly around there free and easy, and it was obviously you, it was reflected in the score of that game. Frank, how you doing, brother? Long time no talk. Appreciate Ryan, you. Ryan, how you been? Appreciate you, man. I know, you I, I know you're going to bring it. I know that. <laughs> hey, 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 Frank, recently Terry Stotts is fired. Damian Lillard comes out and says that, he wants Jason Kidd on board. Jason Kidd turns down a head coaching job in the NBA. Head coach, there's only there's only 29 of them, 30 of them, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Forget my count. I can't remember. I was with the Bobcats. We were exhibition team. <laughs> Listen, should Frank Vogel be concerned that his top assistant wants to hang around if you're Frank Vogel after this year, should he be concerned of Jason Kidd? Why do you feel so comfortable that you're passing up a head coaching job to stay yeah, no. under me? Yeah, that's a fair point. I know that Danny Ainge has always admired Jason Kidd, so Jason will get a look in Boston as well, whether or not everyone else in the organization wants to bring him in. That's another story. I, I also think Jason backed out of that job. I think he was hearing probably through the grapevine, I think on the ownership level, with the Portland Trailblazers, some of the stuff from Jason's background off the court might have bothered some people. So I think Jason, it might have been a preemptive strike, kind of like not to put himself through that. Now, even though Jason has been a head coach already twice in this league with the Brooklyn Nets and obviously the Milwaukee Bucks, I got obviously spent a lot of time around Jason when he played in New Jersey, covered him when he was on the Knicks. I think the guy's an unbelievable leader. I think he's a really smart guy. He get, Certainly when he played, he got guys to play hard. I thought he did a really good job in both stops. I think that might have had something to do with maybe he just didn't want to face some of the backlash and some of the negative press he might have gotten from the Portland area. Uh, Frank Isola joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Ryan Hollins. I'm Dan Beyer. We are sitting in for uh, Doug Gottlieb today. Uh, game three between the Bucks and Nets is at 7.30 Eastern time tonight. Then at 10 o'clock Eastern, it's the Clippers and the Jazz. Uh, you're talking about the the Nets as as they are. I'm curious, Frank, we saw how the Garden was crazy with the Knicks, and, and even though they, they didn't advance past the first round, uh, everybody seemed to be excited about the Knicks. What is What is it truly like with the Brooklyn Nets fan base? I mean, it seemed to be uh, exciting in Barclay Center, but but how would you describe that fan base? And, and is that fan base thriving for a title? How do they view this Brooklyn Nets team? Well, you know, you do have to remember, you know, their fan base is, most of it is in New Jersey because that's where they had played for a long time. Now, they've almost been in Brooklyn for a decade, so obviously they're growing a fan base there. 
the New York fan, the, the Nick fan is always a little bit different because it's, it's more traditional. They've been around. But I think the, the Brooklyn Nick fan in the first round against uh, Boston, they played three home games. But because they were never really challenged there, you didn't really get like that intensity from the crowd. You're, you started to see it in the last two games against Milwaukee. But it's always going to be a Nick town for now. But I do think that people are realizing when you, got, when you have a guy like Kevin Durant, Besides the fact that they got Kyrie and James Harden when he's available, they have you know three terrific players. But Kevin Durant is just at a different level. You don't see players like this come along very often. And obviously tonight marks the two-year anniversary of when he blew out his Achilles up in Toronto. And you're like, you know, who knows what the future is going to hold? And he went through what 500 days where he didn't play basketball. And I would say that after watching him play in the playoffs, certainly in the first two games against Milwaukee, I think the guy is all the way back. It really is a remarkable story. I think the Brooklyn Nets fan is excited about that. You're watching, because remember, he only played 35 games, didn't play any last season, only played 35 regular season games, so they didn't really get a chance to see much of Kevin Durant. And now that he's out there playing consistently and you see how special he is, I think that's really energized a lot of people. Hey, hey Frank, I got, I got another one for you, brother. You ready? You ready? Let's go. Spoke with Colin Cowherd earlier today. We both agree, even after a game one loss to the Utah Jazz, the Los Angeles Clippers are by far the best team in the Western Conference. Do you agree or not? I think they have the best talent. I do think that the Utah Jazz are the best team, though, and I think it for this reason. Remember they went on that stretch where they went 20-1. And I kind of think they're getting back to playing like that now. You know, with Donovan Mitchell, they're undefeated in the playoffs. He's played five games. They won all five after losing the opener to Memphis. And think about what they did yesterday. I mean, I'm sorry, in game one. They go, it was either 20 or 21 straight misses, and they still win the game. So they can play a lot better. You know, they move the ball. They knock down threes. What worries me about the Clippers, they're so inconsistent. And I, I didn't understand kind of like this storyline coming out of the Clippers' first-round series against Dallas, which, of course, anytime you have a playoff series, it's a big deal. But people are talking about them exercising the playoff demons. They made it out of the first round last year. The problem with the Clippers as a franchise, and you know they're trying to play, they've never made it out of the second round. That's the issue. They've never made it to a conference final. So if they were to lose in this round, how did they exercise their playoff demons? They're right where they were before, and I think a lot of this is going to end up falling on Paul George. Because last year, um, you know, the, the fall guy ended up being Doc Rivers. That's who they kind of blamed. And then after Doc left, Paul George kind of threw him under the bus. I get it. He backtracked off that a little bit. But, you know, everything was Doc Rivers' fault. This year, if they don't win, there's going to be a lot. Paul George has already faced a lot of heat, maybe a little too much. But if they falter and he doesn't play well, a lot of it's going to fall on Paul George. Yeah, it seems like the worst thing for the Clippers is when people actually start believing in them. Or thinking That's that. right. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Frank Isola, get him on Twitter, at the Frank Isola. Again, hear him on Sirius XM NBA Radio. Frank, we appreciate the time. Can't wait to do it again. Enjoy the games tonight. Guys, good talking. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it, Frank. He's Ryan Hollins, the 10-year NBA vet. I'm Dan Byer. And coming up next, Ryan Hollins has played with some of the biggest names in the sport or has he? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Uh, Ryan, the star of the Doug Gottlieb Show, a lot of people you know, may think it's Doug, but it's actually our technical producer, John Ramos. And we're putting John in the hot seat for a little fun today in a game that we like to call Dream Team. Dream Team is the name of the game today. John Ramos is in the hot seat. And John, first of all, are you excited to play Dream oh, Team? I am excited. The excitement is too much for radio, actually. <laughs> well, this is what we're, we're going to do today. Uh, John, you are going to have to determine if the names of these basketball players that I give you were teammates of Ryan Hollins <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> Ryan will tell you if they were or weren't. What you have to say is, if you don't believe they were, it's just a dream. Dream. Just say dream. Got it. If you believe that they were teammates with Ryan Hollins, just say team. And then Ryan Hollins will give us the answer on if he played with or did not play with the names that I give you. Are you ready to play? Yeah, it sounds simple enough. I am ready to go. Simple enough. Yes. All right. We are looking for a perfect score of eight here because there are eight scenarios that we will, we will give you. All right. The first name, Vince Carter. 
Is it a dream that Ryan Hollins played with him, or were they actually teammates in a team? Hmm. Yes Vince or no? Carter, Vince, I know, no, I'm sorry. It's dream or team. Uh, Vince Carter played a long time. I can tell you that. I'm going to say that's a team. <laughs> All right, Ryan Hollins, did you play with Vince Carter? I played with Half Man, Half Amazing. All right. And, and yeah. The chance to tell Vince that he was on my wall growing up at home. And I actually wore the number 15 because of Vince Carter. There we go. All right. One for one. A, a dream come true for Ryan Hollins to play with Vince Carter. But they were teammates one for one. All right. What about Michael Jordan? Did Ryan Hollins ever play with Michael Jordan, John Ramos? Mm, I'm guessing it would have had to been during the Washington Wizards days if he did play with them. But I'm going to say that's a dream. Did you play with Jordan, Ryan? I... Did not play oh, with Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, John, uh, John knew that. Ryan a little too young to, uh, <laughs> to play with Jordan. Two for two in Dream Team for John Ramos. What about Adam Morrison? Mm. We know about the college showdown, Gonzaga, yeah. UCLA, but did they end up were they end up as teammates in the NBA? Is it a dream or team? I don't think it was with the Lakers. It might have been later on. I would say that's a team. All right, Ryan. Were you teammates with Adam Morrison? I did play with Adam Morrison. Yes, he did. Wow. Three for three for John Ramos. Get off your phone, John. (laughs) Get off your phone, John. He's got all my teams pulled up on his phone, man. Get him off the phone. (laughs) That's with the aforementioned exhibition team, as Ryan called them earlier. (laughs) They no longer exist. They had a nice little uh, pop in the NBA and then disappeared. The Charlotte Bobcats. All right. Three for three in dream team here. All right. What about Juwan Howard? Mm. Is that a dream? That they played together, or were they actually teammates? Ryan Hollins and Jawan Howard. Now the men's basketball coach at Michigan. Yes. I'm going to say, this off the top of my head, I'm going to say they did play together. That's a team. Ryan? I did Play with Juwan oh Howard. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. No, that's true. No, no, wow. I know. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> Where did you play with Juwan Howard? Charlotte Bobcats, he came in as the old man, and he told me, he reminded me of, I reminded him of his 17-year-old son. We weren't too far off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Four for four. Let's see how you do here. What about Eric Yushka? Did Ryan ever play with Eric Yushka? I'm going to say that's a dream. Ooh. Did you ever play with Eric Yushka, Ryan Hollins? did. Not play with Eric Yushka. Oh, no, no. I but I but I did. He was my oh. high school teammate at Merrill High School. I knew it. Yushka comes off the bench. You think PJ Tucker started the corner three craze. You get Yushka in that corner, it is straight money. Straight money. John Ramos, by the way, straight money in this game. Five for five. Good job in knowing that Eric Yushka and Ryan Hollins did not team up, but <laughs> Eric and I uh, did team up in our Wonderful. high school days. All right. Th- you're three away from a perfect game. You yes. know that, John. Nobody talk about well, it. Oh, no, I may yeah, have just jinxed it. Don't talk may about it. I have just it. jinxed it. Okay, what about Kevin Garnett? Did Ryan Hollins ever be teammates with Kevin Garnett? Well, you see. He played in Brooklyn. He played for the Celtics. He played for Minnesota. So... Trying to think, did Ryan play with one of those teams at that time? I would say that's a dream. Ryan? I did. Play with Kevin Gardner. Oh, the perfect game is ruined. The Eastern Conference Finals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so close. How was he? Did like did it feel good if he swore at you? Was oh. it like a badge of honor? <laughs> like if he MF'd you, was that like a good thing? The MFing was a badge of honor. <laughs> it was a badge of honor. Oh Get man. a rebound, mother jumper. Were you taller than, were you taller than him? No, Kevin Garnett's closer to seven one, but he would purposely list at six eleven because fun fact, he thought they'd put him in the post and he'd be a center. He couldn't play power forward at seven one.
Oh, oh that's great. I'm looking at it right now. 6'11. Fun fact. Nowhere <laughs> near 6'11, bro. <laughs> uh, all right. Two more to go. Right. Carmelo Anthony. What about Carmelo Anthony? I would say that's a dream. I did not play okay. with Carmelo. All right. <laughs> it did. Back on the winning track. Woo, just took one. Not, yeah. <laughs> just took a little detour. All right. <laughs> final one. Final one. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Luke Walton. Mm. Is Ryan Hollins ever a teammate of Luke Walton? I would say team. I did play with Luke Walton. Wow, there it is. We sat next to each other on the plane. He is now the head coach of the Sacramento Kings and was the head coach of the Lakers. For For now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Our game tomorrow is who's the next head coach of the Kings. So that will be. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just a joke. John Ramos, 7 of 8 today. Congratulations. Thank you very much. That was impressive. Great job on Dream Team. Gav, was he looking at his phone, Gav? I think he might have had some help before the show. I didn't didn't want to look him in his eyes. Dropping, yeah. I couldn't look John in his eyes as we played the game. <laughs> I, I want to know if you know how to spell Yushka. That's what I want to know, John. <laughs> you would have no way to Google that one. All right. Get John Ramos, by the way, on Twitter at JSRamos06. Find Ryan Hollins on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. You can find me, Dan Byer, on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. 
And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Dan Beyer. He's the NBA vet, Ryan Holland, sitting in for Doug on this Thursday. Check out the latest lines for the world of sports at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get Ryan on Twitter at the Ryan Hollins. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Uh, Doug's not here today as we told you that. We are sitting in for him. Just because Doug isn't here doesn't mean we're not going to hear something great from Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. It's a segment we like to call and now <laughs> what does the fox say? so ryan earlier today on undisputed on fox sports one shannon sharp weighed in on the importance of tonight's game three for one Giannis and tetacumpo they either win this game or they're getting swept and if they get swept uh this is going to look very very bad on Giannis. they have to play better but when you're the superstar you take the lion's share of the blame and Giannis is a two-time mvp He's a defensive player of the year. He's an all-NBA player. He's going to get the lion's share of the blame, and his, his legacy is going to take a huge hit. I'm not surprised the Nets won the first two games, Skip. I'm really not because I understand the firepower that they possess. Even James Harden, without James Harden being there, Kyrie and KD is as skilled perimeter players as we have in the league. So I'm not surprised that they beat the Bucs. Mm. But the ease in which they're doing it, I'm shocked. Blake Griffin is not playing, Giannis. Blake Griffin is not playing him. It's a fact. So this, 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 you, you, can't, you can't have this. This is, this is unacceptable. Giannis, bah, you have to go back to the drawing board. Shannon Sharp, is he right, wrong, off base, on target? Those comments from the uh, Hall of Fame Ted End. What do you think, Ryan? Dan, you know this better than I do. When I came out publicly, when everybody threw their Giannis parade, Gavin's back there rolling. My mentions, my mentions were getting torn up when I told you guys, Giannis is not what you guys are saying he is. He's really, really good. Bright future, amazing story. He's not a closer. He's not. He's just. He's just not LeBron. He's not KD. But he's really good. But he's not. He's going to be ineffective in moments. Were you thinking that he wouldn't be? So I, I'd like my apologies, Twitter. I, I want to know, find out where all those the YouTubers, all the guys, where are they? Dan, you saw my mentions. Oh, Gavin, gosh, you saw yeah. my mentions. And I'd love where to, are they? I'd love to prove you wrong. I'd love to say in your face, Ryan Hollins, but there's just there's not a lot to say. There, there absolutely isn't. You know, I, I, Shannon Sharp hit the nail on the head, but I don't think that it's anything out of the. 
that, that is that is so far out there. I think it's obvious. They have to win tonight. I was surprised they didn't win a game in Brooklyn. The thing that didn't surprise me, Ryan, was them allowing 125 points to the Nets. The thing that was the most disheartening was the 86 points. And that's the thing with Giannis as well. He was, uh, I mean, he, he's got to stop taking threes. Like they do, even when you make one, they don't do much for Milwaukee. It's not like a momentum builder. In fact, if he makes one, it's probably better for the other team because then he thinks he can make another one and takes about four more. Like it, it is on his shoulders. Uh, right now, I'd love to prove you wrong, but I can't. Yeah, but tonight will be a put up or shut up game for Giannis. Were you uh, in my mentions too, Dan? <laughs> I was not. I usually just try to tweet <laughs> stupid stuff on Twitter, but I was probably rolling my eyes saying, gosh, I can't wait to prove Ryan Holland's wrong. Unfortunately, I've yet to do it. What does the fuck say? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. If you had one word of advice for Giannis tonight, what would it be? Set a screen, roll to the basket, be, acti- be active, kill him with your activity. Go find Kevin Durant as soon as the game starts. Go chest to chest with him and let him know what time it is. <laughs> That's the message Giannis needs tonight. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.